Eight minutes to nine on Money Talk with James Ross. And we're going to cross back to uh, to Barry now, who is in Washington uh, with our view from the US. Barry Wood is our international economics correspondent. Barry, it's been quite a circus, at least from the outside, in the last uh, uh, 24 hours or so with uh, President Trump flying in or ex-President Trump flying in from Florida and uh, then uh, going into the New York uh, courthouse and all of the things that have surrounded it. You've been much closer to it. What's the feeling been like in the U.S.? Well, I, I like your term circus. That's what it is. Look, first of all, the, all the expectations of this uh, indictment and appearing in a courtroom, there was no mugshot of the president taken mm. in the court. There was no perp walk, you know, walking handcuffed. There were no handcuffs. And he was released on personal reconnaissance. And if he was walking from the courtroom back to his automobile, there were perforated barriers. So none of the photographers could get a shot of the president as he exited from the courtroom. So all of that just in terms of the cosmetics of it. But this is that was terribly intentional? divisive. Oh, sure it was. Absolutely. Mm. And I don't know whose intention it was. Was it the Secret Service? Was it the New York court? Or was it Donald Trump's people? I, I really don't know. But that was the reality. So that was a bit of a come down. Yeah, I guess a bit of a surprise, really. Um, you know, obviously, this uh, seems to be what could be the tip of the iceberg. But what does it mean for President uh, Trump's uh, re-election chances this year? Well, Look, I don't think he has a chance of getting the nomination, but someone that I respect this afternoon was saying, well, if all the Republicans contest against each other, they could hand the nomination to Donald Trump. There's nothing in the United States Constitution that would prevent someone under indictment or even imprisoned from running for president, as long as he were born in the United States and reached the requisite age. And of course, this is the other end of the age. But this is deeply divisive. You've got lots of people on the right who say, this is ridiculous. The 32 counts were all for falsifying the same business records. In other words, it all had to do with paying off these people in New York City back in early 2016. And you have some who say, well, this is a misdemeanor at best. And it was made into a felony by the New York District Attorney. So, you know, where it's going to go, it's all on hold now. He won't go into a court, and he's got three other uh, complaints that are pending. So we shall see. The media cannot get enough of Donald Trump. <laughs> no, it's true, isn't it? But let me just get that clear. So if he was convicted of a crime and he was serving time in prison, he could still stand to be president? That is my understanding, and as I've read the requisite parts of the United States Constitution, there's no mention of that. Mm. So, look, he's not going to go to prison, certainly before the 2024 election, even if he's convicted, because all of this will be delayed. And we've got the more substantive charges coming from Georgia and coming from Washington, D.C., but all of that will extend out. You know, we're already through the first three months of 2023, so he won't be. But no, the answer to your question is apparently there is no restriction if you are in jail for running for president. 
Interesting. Um, let's take a look here. We're two years into Biden's administration, you know, two years on from uh, President Trump and the many different things that he did. Um, for business, how do things compare uh, between the four years of, tr of President Trump's um, administration and what's going on now uh, with Joe Biden? And what could it mean if, say, the Republicans, possibly uh, President Trump, did come back in in two years' time? What's the environment for business and, and commercial at the moment? Well, under Donald Trump, we had a very pro-business president. He undid many of the regulations, particularly environmental regulations, that business had complained about, you know, like the amount of time it took to get a permit to drill for oil. He was the principal sponsor of a huge tax cut, which is now being undone by President Biden. So you had a pro-business president. President Biden, on the hand, has favored regulations on business. He has favored more regulations generally. He's certainly been in favor of affirmative action for blacks that was opposed by President Trump. So they're pretty fundamental differences. Plus, I think that despite the fact that Donald Trump's administration spent a lot of money and the deficit went up, probably Joe Biden's administration is spending even more. And so that could change if uh, Republicans did come back in, in two years' time? Yes, I think it will change if the Republicans come back. And again, I don't think it's going to be a a President Trump if the Republicans win. I think it'll be another candidate. But the one area that there's been unanimity on has been China. I mean, the Republicans and the Democrats, i.e. Biden and Trump, try to outdo each other on being tough on China. So you refer to a trade war, it's probably not that strong because the business relationship remains very strong, but there is probably no difference in that policy. In terms of the American relations with the rest of the world, certainly Trump was perceived and acted like a um, bull in a china shop. He offended many people. His language is very coarse. And he is, um, well, the people on the opposing Trump side would mm. say he acts like a gangster. But, uh, yeah, there would be a fundamental change in policy if a Republican president is elected with a Republican House and a Republican Senate. Barry Wood is our U.S. economics correspondent. Uh, thanks, Barry, uh, for reporting for us from uh, Washington, D.C.